0: Wings up, angels, it's time to fly. This is your go to place for all things spirituality, wellness, and a whole lot of fun. I am your host, Alicia Jane Kuhn, and each week I will be interviewing an amazing earth angel who will be sharing their top tips and advice, as well as leading us through a guided meditation or a healing process. Each week, we will also be giving away an incredible prize. So make sure you are following at Wings Up Angels on Instagram for your chance to win. My wish is for this podcast to awaken and inspire you to live your life's purpose and make a positive impact in the world. Remember, we all rise together. So Wings Up Angels, it's time to fly. a big huge welcome to the beautiful Kate Landet. How are you? Good, thank you. How are you? I am well. Let's get Good. straight into the first question. Sure. What is the craziest or funniest thing you have done in the name of personal or spiritual development?
1: Um the funniest one that came to mind, I don't know if it's necessarily on personal development, but I was working as a travel agent And a a girlfriend of mine that was working with me, we both went on a learn-to-surf weekend. So it was, they'd call them for meals. You could do them for free and then we'd go back and obviously try and sell it to customers and plug their business. So it was a two-day trip. We got picked up somewhere near Newcastle and went up to Crescent Head. So it was like surf lessons, accommodation, transport, everything included. So we got to, I think it was from Hex and we got picked up. We got picked up, got on all fine and about an hour into the drive they went round the bus to start us like checking off people's names and they couldn't find ours and we were so adamant. We're like, no, 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 we're from this travel agency, these are our names, we're doing this, that and that, you you must have something wrong. We have set it all up from our end. And they didn't really look into it too much. Then we arrived and had the same conversation. We were like, no, 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 definitely meant to be here, blah, blah, blah. And so we spent the rest of the time there, no reception, awesome time. And then when we got back to Newcastle and had reception again, both our phones started going off with calls from a different bus company wondering where the two travel agents that were going on their weekend surf trip (gasps) were. We were totally on the wrong bus, wrong company, and we we were so adamant we were meant to be there. So we scammed a free weekend from a, a tour company that we weren't meant to be with. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I might try that. Oh it was and we were so sure we were right. We were like, come on guys, we are travel agents. We book this stuff, we know, and we did not know. <laughs> it was totally the wrong one. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> It was funny.
0: (laughs) All right. Number two, when you are in a funk or having the worst day, what do you do?
1: Definitely get to some kind of water source. You know, whether that's uh swim for an ocean in the ocean or just sitting by the lake, even a bath or a shower, if I can't actually get out. Any it's like, I don't know, washes off the crazy, I suppose. Anything to do with with water is my my (laughs) go-to. I am the
0: same. Mm. like people are like you have so many showers I'm like yeah it's not it's not for dirt it's for energy (laughs) that's it it's a therapeutic shower (laughs) yes I'm a mermaid as well I totally understand (laughs) yes the water wonderful okay number three the book that
1: changed your life there are so many I'm such a book nerd so this was a really hard question for me but The one I've gone with is The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. It's a book by Robin Sharma. And I remember I was in a yoga class maybe like eight or nine years ago. And at the end of the session, our instructor would always read us a passage or a chapter from a book or a poem or something she loved. And she read an excerpt from this book. And I don't even remember what the excerpt was. I just remember being like, oh, my God, I need more of that. I need to read that. So I went and bought the book and I just loved it. It was just a really cool take on it's probably changed my perspective on how to redefine what success and happiness and fulfillment is in my terms not what we're sort of marketed as you know you need to do x y and z to have happiness fulfillment all that jazz so yeah that was a re- it changed something in my way of looking at my life
0: yes beautiful mm. I love that book too mm. yes how you see that like getting to the top doesn't mean that you're happy and, you know, successful.
1: no, no, that's it. I need to read it again. Actually, this has prompted me to do that. Yeah, and it's different. all it's all in it's internal success, isn't it? The external's not, yeah. Get to the top yeah. and realize this hasn't given me what I thought it would.
0: Yes, and I like it because it's quite. It's like an entertaining story as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was easy to read. Like I love fantasy books by choice more so than personal development. So this was a really cool mix of the two I found.
0: Yes. Mm. Yes. Beautiful. I'm glad you mentioned that book. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Okay. Number four, what is your favorite soul nourishing activity? Ironically,
1: I would have to say reading. I've always loved reading and for me it's it's a total escape you know you can go on adventures or time outs it's just a total tapping out of this realm when I can't handle things going somewhere else I'll be back when I'm ready so and that to me that just yeah fills fills my cup up.
0: Oh nice yes I suppose mm. oh I didn't really think of book reading like, mm. but, but for me the same like it's just quiet time and
1: yeah, yeah yes. that that gets me to really switch off. Like, I, yeah, wasn't probably the first thing that people would think of for soul nourishing, but that is and always has been my thing. Yeah,
0: beautiful. I love that. Thank you. You're welcome.
1: <laughs> okay, number
0: five. The most powerful quote for you of all time.
1: I have always and still love the quote. Comparison is the thief of joy Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) mm-hmm self-explanatory I think that one yeah Mm. on so many levels at every stage
0: of life I know and the thief of
1: self-worth as well right absolutely it's and it I think it ties into that book as well You, you compare yourself to other people's success happiness well-being whatever and you start chasing that instead of tapping into your own life and your own joy you, you miss the bigger picture
0: yes yes comparisonitis mm. was like a huge thing that I had even just like from a teenager I remember yeah. years and years until I started doing like the inner work mm, on that sort mm. of thing yeah so many years of my life I was just like comparing and judging
1: and yeah yeah. and it's it's paralyzing isn't it 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 really stops you in your tracks from the way that maybe you're meant to be going and yeah yes
0: uh good I'm glad Mm -hmm. um you brought that up I'm sure many people will resonate with comparisonitis especially with all the social media consumption these days
1: (laughs) absolutely
0: yeah. Okay, at number six, what is the most effective complementary therapy that you have tried?
1: I find it really hard to pick one. So I've kind of gone with what am I using the most at the moment, which would be a combination of Reiki massage and acupuncture. So once a fortnight, okay. I try and have at least one of those processes. I um. I had back surgery a couple of years ago so it's really important for me to keep my body feeling good and relaxed and loved on and yeah they're the things I do at the moment to look after myself physically but it has such a, a flow and effect to my mental state as well. Yes yeah mm.
0: beautiful that's a nice mix as well because mm. Mm. Yeah. the Reiki sort of does all levels <laughs> but you yes. know that's like- spiritual and you know massage really gets into like your body
1: I'm really really lucky my beautiful lady that does my massage does Reiki as well and she's really intuitive so she'll just kind of do whatever I need so I might be on my back for one part and then she'll change to Reiki for the other so I couldn't even tell you exactly what she does or how she does it I just lay there and let her do her thing so it's it's quite special beautiful
0: and did you say acupuncture for the third one
1: Yeah, yeah, I've been having that done. That's been for mostly for my back pain, for digestive issues, and, again, just the flow and effect that then has for general well-being. Yeah, because you mentioned the back
0: pain, but, yeah, I also have had acupuncture for digestive issues Mm. and hormonal issues. Yeah, so good. Yes,
1: beautiful. And it's been awesome, and it's so I don't like needles, I'm not good with anything like that and I love acupuncture. So for anyone that's thinking about it but finds it a bit scary or off-putting or different, oh, my God, just try it. It's it's so good.
0: Same. I don't like needles either. And, and <laughs> I've, I've been having acupuncture for years and I still yeah. have to close my eyes and breathe when when he puts yeah, them okay. in. Um, but, yes, just the effects that it has like it's worth it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Beautiful. Okay, number 7, what is your daily must do to keep sane thing?
1: Definitely exercise. Some kind of movement, physical movement. It it's not always the same. Sort of depends on what I need on any given day, whether that will just be to go for a walk or the gym or a team sport, but yeah, I have to move my body.
0: Yes. Daily. I didn't realize how important that was either because when I stopped dancing, I kind of went into yoga a lot. But the Mm. last year, like I suppose with all of the, you know, lockdown sort of stuff and I couldn't go to yoga classes, I found having to motivate myself to do exercise actually came from the fact that I was like getting so like... In my body and in my mind, like I literally just had to
1: exercise. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) It's like all that stagnant energy that's just got nowhere else to go unless you shake it out or move it out somehow.
0: Yes, that was like last night. It was my boyfriend was like, "Oh, oh, let's go to bed." I was like, "I can't. I've got
1: too much (laughs) energy. We have to go for a walk first Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like a little kid. Like I know they've just (laughs) got to move instinctively to regulate their emotions and we forget that we still need to do it ourselves
0: absolutely (laughs) okay number eight what has been your biggest life lesson and the piece of advice you'd give your younger self
1: um the piece of advice I'd give my younger self is not to sweat the small stuff And I don't think there's been one massive life lesson that's got me to that. It's been lots of little ones along the way, but, you know, don't sweat the small stuff. Things really do work out okay, even if they don't look the way that you had thought they would or planned or, you know, they might not look like they did in your mind at the time, but whatever happens, it will be okay. So roll with it, you know, don't let those ifs, buts, maybes, hows take up so much time and energy because it will, it will be okay. Yes. Do you know what?
0: Mm. That got me through really bad anxiety, actually. Mm. Like sort of being able to take a step back and see the bigger picture and all those little things that I was stressing like crazy over, like even will I be late for work? Like, Mm. you know, what do I have to do? What did I do? What did I say? Just all those little things. Um, Yeah just made my anxiety like build. And so being able to like oof, for all those little things, it makes such yeah. a difference.
1: Yeah. Just that it, it's okay if I don't know how it's going to look. It's okay if I don't have the answer. It, yeah. It's okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's okay. Because
0: I'm also like a bit of a control freak. It's like I yes. want to
1: know exactly so how it's going to go. That's good. It's going to be okay. Show me how. In DocLeep, please. So I'm ready to be okay. <laughs> step by step. Thank you. <laughs>
0: With dates and times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Beautiful. I really like that. <laughs> okay. Number nine, whose work and teachings have had the biggest impact on your life?
1: I'm going to go a bit nerdy on this one, I think. And the person that stood out for me was a guy called Martin Seligman, who is the founder of positive psychology. So he's someone I came across doing my studies at uni. And I just really enjoy his take on positive psychology and where it fits in with the realm of, you know, mental health and disease and things like that, because his focus was you know, traditionally mental health is sort of focused on what's wrong with someone what's not working what's not working right or the disease or illness and he came out I'm probably not explaining this very scientifically but it's how I understand it anyway I went well that's one half of the coin instead of just getting back to this normal functioning part why can't it be even better so his work focuses a lot on you know being aware of to start with our and then cultivating and growing our strengths and the things that we're already good at and our personality traits so that we can have a really satisfied and fulfilled life not just a from not working to okay and so that yeah I've that work's had a big impact on me because it's like it's not about, you know, just putting a positive spin on on everything and go, oh, just be positive, you'll be fine. It's not discounting that things sometimes go wrong, but it's about how do we really build up and grow what's already wonderful within you so that you can cope with anything that happens. Yes. I, I like his work. Yeah, I haven't heard of
0: him. I'll have to have a look. But I like that because a lot of the time, especially when you're in that sort of state, it's hard to even see your good point or the mm. things that you know you do well so to be able to you know see them and acknowledge them and then also you know grow them yeah mm.
1: it's, no I like it yeah because that's probably can be explained in a much more scientific way but that oh, was the no, bit that great. I took <laughs> yeah. no
0: it's perfect then we can all understand yeah, that's it. Yeah. does he have any
1: like mainstream books I don't think so. I think you'll find they are more your like academic textbooks and type things, but they're not, but there's heaps of different articles and different things. You could probably, yeah, Martin Seligman, Positive Psychology, you could pretty much Google that and get a whole bunch of different things from really academic to you could actually sit and read with a cup of tea and take it in stuff.
0: Yeah, nice, because it is sometimes important to see the scientific evidence in it as well that you know some people really need to see that for it to be able to you know start working for them
1: yeah well that's it it's that that evidence-based research stuff that backs up things you otherwise might go oh that's a bit fluffy or that's a bit this but you're like no actually there there's you know evidence that this can be really helpful yeah okay hmm. beautiful
0: all (laughs) right and number 10 the best healing tool
1: or process one of my favorites would be the five senses grounding exercise and I love that because it is really easy and simple to do it's really easy and simple to remember so it's something that anyone can just pull out a it it's it's a grounding exercise that's really helpful in times of sort of high stress and overwhelm or when you're feeling really anxious and that monkey mind's just going absolutely nuts and all it is is you do it's your five senses so you know what uh, I always do them in the wrong order so I'll excuse myself now because you can make it whatever order you want really but you know what are five things that you can see what are four things that you can feel what are three things that you can hear? Two things you can smell. One you can taste. So it's a very basic and simple tool, but it can be used in so many different ways to bring you back to the moment, so you can cope and and function with what's going on.
0: Yes, I know this one well. Anyone <laughs> with anxiety probably knows this one well, but I haven't heard it that way with the five, four, three, mm-hmm. two, one. I always do like three things you can see, three things, but then you get to taste and it's like three things I can taste. I can't taste. (laughs) Yeah,
1: And I think that's what I like about it. You can tweak it to what's going to work for you. So I do it with my daughter and we purely do colours. So when she's really, you know, in a bit of an emotional state and just can't calm down, we'll go into a room and go, tell mummy five blue things that you can see in your room what are four pink things you can see in your room and now she'll actually ask can we do that color thing it really helps so we've tweaked it to what makes sense in her world and it's How really old helpful is she? she's eight eight oh beautiful
0: yeah. okay because that's nice and young to start you know being well, that's able to it.
1: Yeah, and colours make sense to her. If I asked yeah. her all the other things, she'd be like, what are you on about? But colours work.
0: So, yeah. yes. Oh, I really like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. beautiful. And so would you like to lead us through the little five senses grounding? Experience? Absolutely. So, yeah. Ah, okay.
1: Yay. So today I'm going to take you through the five senses grounding technique or my version of this technique. And to begin, I invite you just to move around and make any adjustments you need to make yourself nice and comfortable wherever you are. And then when you're ready, just start to notice your breath. There is no need for you to do anything to change your breathing. Just bring your attention to it and focus on your breath. Noticing the natural inhale and exhale as your breath enters and leaves the body in preparation for our Five Senses activity. Now I invite you to bring your awareness to your sense of sight, to look around you, to really take in your surroundings and notice five things that you can see. Look for the small details, perhaps things you don't normally notice, It might be the details of a pattern on the wall, or the way the light reflects off a surface, or something you've never even noticed before. What are five things you can see? And now I invite you to bring your awareness to your sense of touch and notice four things that you can feel. Maybe this will be the texture of your clothes against your skin. The feeling of the sun on your body or the wind in your hair. Maybe it's where your body connects to a surface, whether that's a chair, a cushion, your feet on the floor. You might even like to pick up something near you and notice how it feels in your hands. What are four things that you can feel? And next, I invite you to start using your sense of sound to notice three things that you can hear. This might be sounds inside the room where you are, or it might be sounds outside. Just pause and pay attention to all of the subtle noises going on around you. Maybe there is a TV on, or air conditioning, a fridge humming in the background, Maybe there's conversations that you can hear, birds singing, the sounds of traffic. Or maybe it's that you notice the absence of sound where you are. What are three things that you can hear? And now I'd like you to bring your awareness to using your sense of smell and to find two things that you can smell. Are there any smells in the air around you, on your clothes, on your body? And if you can't notice any smells, now might be a nice time to look around for something with a pleasant scent that you enjoy. A candle, an oil, flowers, even the grass outside, something that you can intentionally go and smell. What are two things you can smell? And lastly, let's bring your awareness to your sense of taste and notice one thing you can taste. You might notice something really easily or you might only notice the taste of water or saliva in your mouth. You may even notice an absence of taste. All of these are fine. We're just bringing your awareness to what's there. So what is one thing that you can taste? And now that you have brought all five senses to your awareness, I invite you to take a few deep grounding breaths to finish this exercise, hopefully feeling calmer, more relaxed, and more in the present moment.
0: Ah. <sighs> Every time it surprises me how such a simple exercise can just totally shift your energy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like I feel so calm and
1: I feel like present in the room. Might <laughs> see it. It's just all the little things that are right in front of us that we're too busy rushing about our day or what's got to come next to notice. But when we deliberately try and notice them, just nowhere else to be except where you are it's pretty cool so beautiful hmm. <laughs> thank you you are very welcome thank you for having me
0: yeah yeah um so all of your details will be below for people to be able to contact you mm-hmm. and uh your wonderful giveaway so a free coaching session with you amazing mm-hmm. <laughs> um, very excited for that and Yes, thank you so much for uh, your beautiful presence and energy and wisdom today. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for listening to the Wings Up Angels podcast. Did you enter our Instagram competition this week? Go to at Wings Up Angels for a chance to win an amazing prize. If you liked this episode, please subscribe and leave us a five-star review. Remember, we all rise together. So, Wings up angels, it's time to fly.